The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, and yeah, a number of you just mentioning that uh, a lot of you feeling a, a little bit overwhelmed. And again, you know, 2020 has been a tough one. There's been another, there's been a, a number of huge um, events that have happened along with the huge event that is the pandemic. Um, you know, in the last couple of days, the, the deaths of uh, a couple of great Albertans and uh, a couple of great Canadians, I know that can just tear you up as well. And sometimes you think you're rolling along just tickety-boo and then that last straw, you know, falls on your back and you're thinking, okay, why am I crying? Why am I crying? Why do I feel like crap? Why am I so overwhelmed? Well, you're not alone. And it is now time for our weekly or monthly segment. It should honestly should be, I think, a weekly segment this year. But our monthly segment of how does that make you feel with Dr. Gans Ference. And uh, yeah, it is, it's normal to feel exhausted and to feel a bit off. You're not alone. Um, and Dr. Gans saying you're probably not going to be as objective and accurate in your interpretations at of the stuff that's coming at you. So you need to make sure that you're communicating effectively, especially with those that you're maybe in that bubble with, that you're spending a whole lot of time with. Dr. Gans joins us this afternoon to give us some tips to get through it all. Hey, Gans. How are you doing, Shayla? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's just every time I think we talk, it's, uh, you know, people are... When we talk about COVID fatigue, I mean, it's certainly right. a real thing. And I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want people to tune it out when we say it, but it's just, um, it's overall, I think it's just some, you know, life right now has been pretty tough. It has. And, you know, it, it, we talked about this, like, I think last couple episodes, mm-hmm. actually, um, about, you know, just the, the grind of it all. And then, like you mentioned, when, when big stuff happens, whether it's, you know, the deaths that we've experienced uh, or witnessed this week or, um, you know, even the upcoming election down south, mm. right? Um, there's just a lot of uncertainty. We're heading into the colder months. I mean, the, I was listening to the forecast. That's good news. Mm-hmm. So, um, at least we'll get some sunshine, some warmth for the next few days. So that would be nice. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it can wear on us. And um, all of us, the whole world, I think, at this point, we're, we're all off a little bit. And it's important to factor that in because if we don't, it's too easy to think that we're functioning fine and also to assume that everybody else is functioning fine too. And that's really not a good assumption right now. So one of the things that I think is important to do, and it's difficult for probably most of us, is to express how we're feeling, to to, to acknowledge that it's okay to to cry or to feel angry or whatever that emotion is on that day. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Uh, and, and, and generally, that's a good idea anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's always a good idea to, to um, make space for our emotions because one of the things that happens is we, if we don't express our emotions in a healthy way, then our emotions basically own us, right? We, we act them out. And that's, that's, that's what we can become. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like a cliche in my business, my world, where, you know, it's usually the, the peacemaker, the person who doesn't want to rock the boat, the person who wants to, doesn't want to stir up trouble. 
they suck it up and they suck it up and they suck it up and then somebody looks at them the wrong way and everything that's been built up <laughs> explodes and they look like the person is always angry but they're really kind of a peacemaker and you know it, so it's a paradoxical kind of experience but the idea is if we don't have a healthy outlet for whatever we're feeling especially stuff like anger and frustration then that stuff gets acted out in weird ways and that we're not even always aware of but the people around us kind of they're the ones that um, are the innocent bystanders with that you know what what about using the the proper language when when you're feeling upset when you're feeling mm-hmm. angry when you're feeling frustrated um making sure that we're presenting it in a way where we're not being accusatory oh absolutely absolutely so when when we talk about expressing your feelings or doing something with them we're not talking about scorching the earth okay? <laughs> we're, we're not talking about like really giving it to that person because they deserve it now right it, it really is being responsible and and the first it starts with recognizing what it is you're feeling now that that in itself is a skill right it's something we have to work on something we can get better at but there's some tools that can help obviously talking to a professional learning these like learn getting more self-awareness can clearly help with that but another tool and you and i've talked about this lots before is writing in a journal mm-hmm. right being able to write stuff down it's like i don't know what i'm feeling it's like you know and and i actually did that this morning i started writing stuff out it's like as i was writing it's like oh okay well that makes more sense now you know it starts to it starts to gel and you start to get a lot more insight into what's going on for you and then as you say if it's appropriate to express it to somebody that we're living with then we really got to think about the language we're using we really don't want to say oh you always do this or you never do this or you make me feel you know what i mean (laughs) um because because then you know right away any one of those things puts people on the defensive and they basically stop listening after that they're just waiting for you to shut up so they can poke holes in your argument i've always one of your best pieces of advice i think and it's really it's always stuck with always stuck with me and i know a number of our listeners as well is is not to make those big decisions or not to make get into one of those big conversations when you're hurt angry lonesome or tired that's right that's right that's right all the halt stuff yeah yep take your time and make sure you're in a good state it's funny you know i was talking to somebody uh just this morning about that my psychologist reminded me that you know basically well he said it to me but it's true for all of us he said me you know gans recognize that you are your state okay Mm. it's like and i said well i know you're your state yes you're your state so if you're in a good if you're in a good state you're going to act well you're going to act appropriately you're going to be kind you're going to be patient if you're in a bad state and it's you know it's that it's that snickers commercial you know you're not the same when you're hungry right (laughs) it's it's, kind of like that you're good you're going to act out whatever state you're in and that's how you're coming across to people so being able to have that self-awareness to recognize the state that we're in and doing the things we need to do to help manage our state or bring our state back into a positive place before we have that conversation is very very important because we want to be as efficient and effective as possible at communicating and we want to also be open enough so that we kind of hear and understand where the other person may be coming from just even doing those few things you're going to reduce the number of negative interactions a ton and you're also gonna like you know not look like the jerk all the time you know (laughs) so 
which is important right now. Yeah, and you know what, Gans, we're, we're, we're all at home a, a lot more. We're all, you know, under the same roof a lot more, and it's really easy for things to uh, to build quickly or sometimes maybe even slowly. And, and I think we, we at times just assume people are going to do things and instead of... You know, uh, you know, maybe having a conversation with. Well, no, you see that the sinks, the the there's dishes in the sinks. So you know, you should know. I'm assuming sure. that you know to put them in the dishwasher, but no, apparently I have to tell you. You're saying don't make those assumptions. You need to have the conversation. Absolutely, it's, it's a little thing that I try to live by, and I try to teach my my clients. Make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Make agreements. Don't make assumptions. Right. So you need to have the conversation, like you said. It's it, we assume a lot of stuff. We think things are common knowledge. We think things people should know better or, you know, this, this just makes sense. Well, it just makes sense to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a, a great example we talked about like a long time ago was, you know, the couple gets married and in her house, um, mom did everything in the kitchen. These are very stereotypical um, assignments. I'm sorry. I apologize if this how it was, right? Um, mom did everything in the kitchen. Uh, and in his house, um, dad, no, no, yeah, dad, dad was responsible for the garbage, mm. right? So, so what happens is the kitchen garbage, right? Um, well, both of them think that it's, it's their responsibility to do, or they, that, you know, no one takes that responsibility on because they assume the other one's going to do it, right? So it's, it can be a real mess if we don't actually have the conversation. So, um, so yeah, I would say take the time to talk to the people you're living with. Hey, who is going to do what in the house? Mm-hmm. Do we need to have a steady chore chart, chart or do we need to rotate? Um, how much time do we need, like, together? Um, you know, do we need, like, a family night if you're living with a family, family game night? Um, can everybody commit to that? W- whatever. You, you really need to talk about these things. Be explicit. And I would actually even write them down so we all have um, a, a record of it so we don't. there's no miscommunication there. But then you can always revisit it. You can always go back and look at it in a week or two weeks or a month and just say, hey, okay, well, is this working? What do we need to adjust? And that sort of thing. Just by having those conversations, it lets everybody know that it's okay to talk about what's working for them and also if some things need to be adjusted. And that just puts everybody at ease. All right, in this edition of How Does That Make You Feel, we're talking about how to continue the, to, to make sure that you're getting along with everybody that you're having to stay close with during this entire year. We know it's been it's been a big challenge. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us. We talked about expressing yourself and making sure that you're not ignoring your feelings and making sure that you're talking to friends or professional if needed. To make agreements, not assumptions, because you know what they say about assuming things. And let's get to this one. Build in solitude. And Gans, this is hard to do when you're not really leaving the house a lot, when you're not... Absolutely. It's... Yeah, it, yeah, it's hard. It's super challenging right now. Super challenging. But you know, like, uh, but 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 understand that just just because it's hard doesn't mean you you need it less. Actually, you probably need it more because it is so hard. That you know, especially if you're living in like legit like cramped quarters, like a small apartment, or you got a lot of roommates, or you know, a lot of kids in the house, or whatever. Right. So, um, it. But but understanding that we as humans, we all need this. We need solitude. 
uh, like a break from other people. Even if you love them, you need a break from actually because you love them. You take, you need to take a break <laughs> so you keep loving them. Is basically how that works, right? Um, and and same thing for parents, especially for parents, because especially with young kids, we need to have that break. What happens if we don't have it is the very people we care about, the, the people we love, we start to feel burnt out from them or feel resentment of resentment towards them, and that's not good. So it really is uh, a smart, loving, and responsible thing for us to take a break every now and then. So a couple things you can do. Um, it can, like, you know, go to the bathroom more often. Right? <laughs> like, you, know, you can lock the door, right? And just, just give you, like, honestly, just even five, even three minutes just to have some quiet time to breathe and just kind of, like, relax, that can help. I know the weather is getting colder, but if, if you can swing it, put on, like, the appropriate clothes and just go for a quick walk or even just go stand outside and listen to the trees crackle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just something to just give yourself some time away from the people that you love. In addition to that, though, it's really going to be helpful to take, like, sort of a, well, in Silicon Valley, they're calling it a dopamine fast, right? Mm. But basically what it is is, you know, some unplugged time, some time away from your your devices, your phone, TV, radio, books. Just, have like, really stop all the inputs right now just for, like, even five minutes a day. Just that little time of quiet where stuff is not coming at you. You don't have to sort through information you don't have to try to pay attention or have something going in the background that little break is also going to make a huge difference in your own physical and mental well-being but also in the quality of your relationships what does what does that do when when you stop being plugged into everything non-stop does that just reduce that level of anxiety and that level of almost heightened whatever it is that we all seem to be living on lately well, yeah, yeah, because, okay, so uh, I'm old enough to remember when there were no smartphones. Uh, I'm actually old enough to remember when no, no, no cell phones, right? <laughs> and so, you you know, when I was younger or even a young young adult, if you wanted information, you have to go look for it, yeah. right? You have to turn on the radio, you got to go buy a paper, you know, whatever. Um, look up in the encyclopedia. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, now our, our task has changed. We don't need to go look for information. We can still look once in a while. Our big task right now is to sort through all the stuff that's coming at us, and it's relentless. So um, that, just the volume of that, trying to, trying to um, process that much information coming at us, it can tax our ability to cope. Uh, well, it takes our, it takes energy to do that, and, and any energy that we have, we need to run all of our lives with that. So we can't use it all up just trying to sort through information. But the other part of it is, especially with all the alerts and stuff on our phones or our computers, even, is that you know we're basically on call to everybody all the time for free, right? Uh-huh. Um, and and that is exhausting. So when you actually stop that, when you give yourself a break from that. Your whole nervous system can actually relax. Your brain can breathe, so to speak. Um, your body can stand down. And so it, it's, it's just healthy to do that on a regular basis, and I would say daily to do that. Um, and when I say, you know, I talk about the, the term dopamine fast is what they're using in, in Silicon Valley. And that's basically what they're doing. They're unplugging because what happens is our brains get so used to the dopamine 
that we get we get a hit of dopamine every time we you know whatever play a game or yep. um, we get a like on our social media or even just some of the alerts sometimes and after a while we just we exhaust our dopamine receptors and the production of dopamine in our brains so that can have a real effect long term as well so we just keep needing we need to get more and more intense experiences to have the same kind of kind of um uh, feeling that we we had before and so by doing a dopamine fast you actually reset all that stuff and your brain your body your physiology they'll all love you better because you do this all and right all the people around you we're we're almost out of time but i wanted to get to this because i think that uh, uh you know sometimes apologizing and forgiving can be two of the hardest things on the planet to do but you say that it's very important well, it's a, it's a superpower at this point <laughs> with, uh, with what we're dealing with right now, right? Uh, and and just, just really quickly, apologies are basically you taking responsibility for how your behavior impacted someone else negatively. It doesn't have to have anything to do with intention. Your intention can be good. It can be an accident. But, you know, it's just basically taking responsibility that, you know what, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I stumbled. I stepped on your toe. I apologize for that. That's all it is. Okay. okay. And that helps people to reset their relationships. Forgiveness, all that is, is is getting you out of the out of the um, responsibility of having to carry around a grudge and be be angry at somebody, right? So it's it's it lets you off the hook and restores relationships as well. Sometimes I think forgiving is harder than apologizing. <laughs> a lot of times it is. <laughs> it is. But remember, it's the forgiveness is for the person doing the forgiving, right? It yeah. gets you off the hook, right? And 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 also recognizing that just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean, hey, that was fun, let's do that again, right? Um, you can forgive somebody, and if they're still dangerous or clumsy or toxic, you don't have to have them around you just because you forgive them, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's an important distinction that people need to understand as well. I think it helps get rid of them taking up space in your head, too. Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly it. You free yourself by forgiving somebody else, whether they ask for it or not. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us this afternoon. How does that make you feel? Uh, if you just tuned in and you uh, you missed our full conversation about how to make sure that you survive living with the people that you're living with during COVID, you can check it out on uh, the afternoon's podcast. You can check out the link at 630ched.com as well. You can always check out Dr. Gans's website at askdrgans.com. Gans, great to talk with you. Always the same for you. I just uh, enjoy our talks every month.